friend. Welcome to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. My name is Daniel, a software developer here at Social Curator, and I'm here to share with you an awesome Q&A Jasmine did after her live class a few months ago, How to Beat the Algorithm. These business owners in all different industries from all over the world had some pretty amazing questions, and Jasmine had some pretty amazing answers. I know you're going to love it as much as I do, so let's get to the show. What is the very first step to engage and build an audience starting from zero followers? A backlog of curated photos, going live, a killer bio, something else, Amanda. And anybody else, if you're starting from zero or if you're starting at a number that you think is small, whatever that number is, consistency, consistency, consistency. Not because I think consistency is fun, but because when you put out content, you're going to start seeing what your audience is going to be engaging with. What do they find interesting? You don't know yet until you start putting out content. So don't worry about perfection. Perfection is just procrastination in disguise. Perfection is procrastination in disguise. There is no such thing as perfect on social media. There is only done. Get it done every single day. Angela, Instagram is my biggest headache. Now they're saying likes are the least impactful for engagement. Is this really true? How do you keep up? Remember, Angela, the algorithm's not out to get you. The algorithm is your homie, but your homie changes his mind. Why? Because the homie doesn't want people to rig the system. If the algorithm stayed the same, there are some dark and nefarious people who would rig the system so that their content gets seen. But the algorithm, the algorithm's your homie. The algorithm's telling you, I'm constantly shift shaping so people can't know exactly how to figure me out. So it's a fair freaking playing field. The answer is yes. The least valuable form of engagement on Instagram right now is the like. So the order of importance, the most valuable thing that you can get for engagement is when somebody saves your post. The second most valuable thing that somebody can do is share your post. The third most valuable thing that you can do outside of hearing my baby daughter get ready for dinner is leave a comment more than four words. The fourth most valuable thing is a like, but you want to know what? I'll take whatever I can get. I have noticed because I'm a practitioner, I post on Instagram every day, on Facebook every day. I go live on Clubhouse five days a week. I post on YouTube three days a week. I post on Twitter almost every single day. I'm creating content. I'm writing blog posts four times a week. I'm sending a newsletter once a week. I'm sending a text message once a week. Why? Because far before anybody were to ever save my content, what are they going to have to do? Probably like it. It's a little tiny bit of increments that get us closer to where we want. So instead of wondering, why is the algorithm not liking likes anymore? Number one, to keep us interested, keep us on our toes. And number two, to express gratitude for what we have. Okay, Bradley. Hi, how are you, friend? Hi, I'm doing really well. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Oh my gosh. I just got to say really, really fast. I have watched every single, I have listened to every single one of your podcasts the last six months. I am such a huge fan of you. I have been so excited for Social Curator to open back up. I'm going to join right after I get done with this. I'm so, so, so excited. I run a business. I help high ticket coaches uh, get a higher response rate to their DM conversations with their ideal type of buyer. 
Um, my main platform is Facebook. Uh, I'm looking to get into Instagram, which I plan on using all of your resources and social curator for. But for now, as it stands, like I said, I'm mostly on Facebook. I can get my ideal type of buyer to engage. I, I would like them to engage more, but for now I can get them to engage an okay amount, but converting that engagement into a conversation where I'm able to take them to the next step or where I'm able to maybe get them on a call or where I'm able to um, really show them what I can do in terms of a combination of how I produce my results as content and algorithm for, from a Facebook standpoint. So my question is, what are your thoughts on converting, on not only number one, taking a particular type of audience and increasing engagement based on that like super, super subset? Because like these are high ticket coaches. It's very, I wouldn't say difficult to gain their trust, but they only watch a very specific set of people, right? That maybe have the authority or maybe look like they're advanced, things like that. But then also how do I take that engagement once I get it and convert it into more trust for a conversation, you know, in a DM or on a call? Oh, you're playing a different game. You're not playing the game of attention. You're playing the game of intention. So if you want to increase that close rate, which becomes beautiful because they then become a case study for them to use your resources. Like how would it look for you to teach them how to get the clients that they want by the same mechanisms that you actually landed them? That's so, exactly. So Bradley, this is a hundred percent front loaded on the strategy of making a list of the people you want to work with. Okay. These are people. And this goes back to once you start using Instagram stories, you're going to see that it's a game changer because people are going to follow you for your content. You're going to start seeing the pattern of who is sticking with you. Then what I want you to do is to make a list, like make a long list of like 25, make a short list of your dream five. And then all you do is you get to know everything about them. You follow them on every social platform. You listen to their podcast if they have them. And then you just wait, you wait, you wait, you wait until all of a sudden you're like, I'm ready to take a, the sniper shot and the sniper shot of connectivity. So you would be reaching out to them and said, Hey, I listened to your podcast or three weeks ago, you had an interview with this person. Or I also know that you went to the Florida Keys for vacation. How was it? Here's a couple of things that I noticed as a result of what's happening on social. And I wonder, are you leveraging it in direct message? You have to come up with the biggest package and the prettiest bow to say, I know you, this is what you need. I'm giving you free advice. Would you like to engage? That's a very different game that goes deep. But let me tell you, those conversions are freaking amazing. They're just amazing. Absolutely. That is a hundred, that's a hundred percent completely in alignment with what I'm doing. And like, just like you said, I want to be able to really practice what I preach and, and be able to justify that. So thank you so much, Jasmine. I look forward to seeing you in the community. Thank you, homie. I appreciate thank you very, very, very much. Hi, Jasmine. Thank you so much for this amazing workshop and taking I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're here. Thank you. I started probably being consistent on social media like about a month ago, like showing up every day and posting all my stories. And, and I've gained lots of followers, probably about like a hundred in that time from like events Great. that I've been doing, but my posts are like getting less engagement. <laughs> my stories are getting less engagement. Um, so I'm wondering just what, cause you said the first step was consistency. So I've like been that point. What, what's the next step I should do? So you've been consistent a month prior to you being consistent. How often were you posting? Like five times a week still, like four or five oh. times a week. So wait, so you're saying that you were posting five times a week and now you're posting like six or seven and you've seen engagement drop? Yeah, I probably went from like four posts a week to now I do like seven to 10. Okay, so what I hear is maybe you doubled the amount of posts. 
Okay. If you doubled the amount of posts in a month, there's probably two things at play is that I believe that when we go to consistency, let's just try to go once a day to measure first and foremost, what is our daily rate of engagement? We don't want to add another post in there because we're not quite sure how that is affecting it. So for right now, how about just once a day? Then what you'll do is you'll get your daily rate of engagement, and then you can actually see what is driving more. Are people more interested in seeing really interesting reels from you? Like maybe you're posting on TikTok every day, and it's like when you do a voiceover on TikTok, it performs better. Or maybe when you have your light on you and you're talking about an inspiring message and you're just pointing to it, that works well. We don't know until we know the daily rate of engagement. And then secondly, if you're talking specifically about Instagram, is that across the board on the platform, people have seen a shrink in organic reach. And I have to tell people that this is just a beginning sign of what will become the norm. The more people that join any social platform, it means that the more people are there, the less attention people can pay on posts. You might be doing exactly what you need, which is why I'm like so hell bent on being like, yo, people show up now because it's not going to get better than it is right now. So step number one, post daily, get your daily rate of engagement, see what people want to see more of. Then instead of adding more, maybe shift. Maybe you don't go live as often. Maybe you do more stories, maybe do more reels, but that's based on insight from your daily rate of engagement, then reassess. Amazing. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you very, very, very much. Uh, Nadine, I never really understood how you get discovered from people through stories more than feed post. Wouldn't only people who follow you see what you post on your story? Yes. But those are the people who are the most primed to buy from you anyway. That friend is powerful. Now, what I have also discovered too, you can have hashtags and geotags on stories. Now, very big, big, big hashtags like hashtag entrepreneur, and you put that on your story, it's not going to be as effective. I have noticed that hashtags that are specific to an event, like a conference, a concert, a live community event, and or a geotag to, let's say, a venue, a theater, a library, people want to be able to connect in real time to what other people are doing. I have noticed that discoverability. So when JD and I travel, we always try to find local coffee shops. So I'll do stories in local coffee shops and hashtag to that tiny little coffee shop. And let me just tell you the engagement that I get from using that hashtag for that local coffee shop, not a big, massive hashtag is so powerful because people are honed in like, oh, who is this person and what does she do? They have been unrivaled in getting very specific attention. So if you're speaking at conferences or let's say that you're on a podcast and you do a like a behind the scenes like story of whatever the podcast is, and then you hashtag the podcast host in your stories, you then have an opportunity to get discovered by people who wouldn't otherwise know. Jenny, let's bring this on home, friends. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, Jasmine. How are you? I'm doing well. How can I serve you? Thank you guys so much for this opportunity, first and foremost. Um, So my boyfriend and I just started our own apparel line and just discovered your program and we're so excited to join. But we wanted to kind of know from you how we can grow organically. We're just so proud of our mission and what our company stands for. Um, We do believe we are kind of a unique brand because we're so about giving back to our community and just celebrating and commemorating people that 
that don't really get celebrated and and commemorated like you know your nurses your doctors your firefighters cancer patients we're all about that so we were just curious what you would recommend we do for us to stand out because apparel is a very competitive field so what would you recommend for us to do to stand out and eventually increase our sales and then in turn give back to our community even more through that so words matter actions matter more so mm-hmm. i'm going to answer this question um, very clearly to what we did on the inside of social curator so what i'm going to advise you to do is that if your brand does highlight people who are traditionally overlooked and underrepresented, then what I would do would be to get your apparel put out on social media that you're looking for nurses, you're looking for volunteers, whoever your target demographic is that needs representation and say, as a thank you gift for the hard work that you do, we want to give you a care package and we want to give you a new headshot so that your friends and family know the impact you're making in the community. So what you do is you will have them come to like a studio or outdoors and you ask for their sizes, you come and you give them like a product pack and then you get from Amazon, it's called an outdoor changing station. And really what it is, is just like a curtain that you can bring up, have them go in, put on the sweatshirts, the sweaters, the beanies, whatever it is, have them step out, take photos of, there it is, there it is. So then all of a sudden they're getting real. And so you're going to be collaborating with with a local photographer. You're going to be getting a boatload of social content the people are going to be getting free apparel, getting freshed up headshots or photos that they want to share with their friends and family. And then you could tag them in your stories so that they can repurpose the stories. And guess what? Evangelize around your business. So I want to talk to you about how we practice what we preach. Last year on the inside of Social Curator, this was before we had the gallery. So every month we were providing images. And a lot of the members from the Black community were saying, Jasmine, We love social curator. We don't see ourselves in the photos. Right. And that like hit in the truest chord of me. And I said, this has got to change. So what we did is we had a photo shoot where we had black, white, Asian, Haitian, Croatian, and multiple colors of beautiful black hands to ensure that our members were represented. We had to create before anybody ever trusted us that they will see themselves represented. You must create the content so that the people who you say you represent truly feel represented and actually see it in your actions. Awesome. Okay. I appreciate you, Jenny. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's amazing advice. Thank you so Ah. much. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Jasmine Star Show. To learn more about what we do here at Social Curator, visit socialcurator.com. There, you'll learn how we've helped over 25,000 business owners build a brand and market their business using social media. And you can even get a sneak peek of the resources we provide every month and join the waitlist to know when we're open for enrollment again. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.